Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Conversations with C. I'm your host, C. Shanice, and I am so happy to be here today. I am so happy to be finally recording. This is actually draft number like three. Um, the first one I just didn't like. The second one I did really like, but it didn't save or I didn't save it or something went wrong. And yeah, that sucks because it was really good. But I'm going to do it again because I plan on being a professional. So I should be able to do this multiple times and with the same inflection on my voice. And it'll be no problem. I do this every day. So welcome, 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 welcome again. Um, let's get into it. I am at heart a conversationalist. Um, I like like being stimulated by conversation, um, preferably in person. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't really like talking on the phone, which is like ironic, but I don't, I think, I don't know if it's just like me having to hold something up to me and, or keep that, that thing around and I don't do well with the wireless earphone. So yeah, no, I, I'm just not a, a phone conversation person. Um, but I did want to start this podcast because I do want to have real raw conversations with other like-minded or maybe even not so like-minded people because I think that that is the best way to spark change, the best way to spark education. Um, and just like, it's just cool. It's fun. It's fun to talk. So a little bit about myself um, before we get into like the show and everything is um, my real name is Sierra. Um, I'm 26. I am a Taurus. My birthday is May 19th and I welcome gifts of all kinds um, for the whole month of May. Um, I am a mommy of one. My beautiful amazing smart daughter is six years old um and she is in kindergarten um I am a huge self-help and self-care advocate um as well as a um domestic balance advocate um well for for the victims I don't advocate for domestic violence <laughs> but I do um, feel very strongly about that um, and about healthy relationships and having a healthy mind to make sure that you can have healthy relationships so that will be one thing that you will hear a lot of on this podcast is a lot of self-help tips um, you know, a lot of encouragement. I'm, you know, obviously a female, so I know what it's like to be a female going through some relationship stuff. So yeah, that, I, that will be something that I do touch on often. Um, I will have content for the fellas. Don't worry. I'll have content for you and it won't be, you know, male bashing content. 
Uh, we'll give you some sound, good stuff to ponder on. Um, and I want to hear from you too. I really want to hear from you guys, um, wherever you may be listening from. Um, send me a letter, send me a DM, send me a text message. Um, give me topics. I want to hear them. I want to talk about everything. Nothing is off limits. Nothing, nothing, nothing is off limits. So talk to me. Tell me what you want to talk about, what you want to hear me talk about. Um, tell me who you want to get, want me to get in here so we can talk about it. You know, if I, if there's a certain expert or podcaster that you like to hear and you would love to hear me talk to them, um, I'll do it. I'll work on it. Um, I'm like I said, I'm just a regular schmegular regular girl. So if you, you know, they too high profile, you know, charge it to my pockets and not to my heart, please. <laughs> I'm nowhere near a um, millionaire of any sort yet. I am currently working towards uh, creating all seven streams of income for my life. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I'm still like on income stream, like number two, still not enough, but I'm working on it. So we'll talk about that in the, uh, business segment. <laughs> I had touched on earlier um, about seven streams of income. And so if you're not familiar, there are seven streams of income that most millionaires have that essentially allow them to be millionaires. Um, And I had said I'm only in like two. And so the first one is earned income. And the second one is profit income. And so that's what I'm working on real hard right now is trying to get that profit income up, up, up as much as I can. Um, and then, so the third one is interest income. So when I'm putting this money that I'm making from the profits into the bank, the goal is to make money, let my money make my money from interest. But, you know, we're talking large amounts of money for that to happen. Um, and then after you do that, then there's dividend income. Um, and the next one is rental income. So that one, I guess you don't even necessarily have to be, you know, have buku money for that. But um, owning property is definitely a goal of mine, like within the next literally like two to three years. I want to own a piece of this land. Um, My grandfather told me a very long time ago, rest his soul that one thing you want to get on this earth is a piece of the earth because that's one thing God is not making any more of and I might have been like nine when he told me that so (laughs) I didn't know what the heck he was talking about um but it did stick with me when I heard it again I was like oh yes that was really good that was a gem drop and I definitely want to get some real estate agents in here to talk about the importance of owning some property owning some a piece of this earth and what that means for your family what that means you know as as far as assets go 
definitely good. I am not the one to really speak on that. I'm no financial advisor, but I will get one in here to talk about it and ha- ask questions. So if you have questions about anything that has to do with finances or you know business in general, let me know. Please, please, please send me a letter, send me a DM, send me a message, send me a text message, send me something. And so the last two um, strings of income are capital gains and royalty income. So I'm pretty sure royalty income is not like Queen Elizabeth's income, which I'm pretty sure is still a lot. But the only time I've heard of royalty income is when I'm talking, like I've heard, heard about music artists. So I definitely want to know what more about the royalty income. Like, how do you do that? Because I don't own any songs. So I can't own my royalties or my masters to that. So <laughs> unless, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll become a, a music artist in the next year or so. And maybe I'll have some royalties from that. So I guess this is a good time to, to share with you my own businesses. Um, I have two. One of them is um, a collection of products that I sell, an online an online store, if you will, um, called Lux92 Collection, which is under some revamping right now, too. I have nothing posted on my Instagram. I made okay money during the holiday season. I set out a plan, and I don't like the plan, so I'm revamping again. And that is the beauty of business. You can revamp, redo it, start over as many times as you need to, to fit, you know, what you're trying to do, to get what you're trying to do done. And so that's where I'm at with Lux92 Collection. Um, I want to shorten that name because I I like it. It is going to be a collection. Um, Right now I just make body products and I want to expand to have other items. Um, namely in the summertime, I would love to put, add swimwear to it, which that is going to happen. And then later in the year, I have a couple other things under my sleeve. Um, so you will hear about that later on. So if you do want to follow me, um, there's nothing to see on my Instagram page right now, but go follow my Instagram Lux 92 collection. That's at L U X 92 collection. My website still is active. You can still order for me. Uh, my products that I do offer are on my website, so definitely go support. Um, but business number two that I'm really, really focusing on and that right now, like I'm, I'm rebranding and I already had the plan. I already had the vision. I already have the goals that is not going to change very much. It's just like small, fine details that I'm working out and I'm starting to see the progress and it's really neat. Um, I birthed this baby in 2015 um it's called exquisite elevations it is a marketing and management company in essence and what i do is i saw that i had a gift for making businesses better with what i can do for them um and so i love administrative work i love enhancing you know aspects of business to make the business as a whole better and what i found um is that, you know, like I said, I'm good at administrative work so I can help, you know, business owners who have a service or product, help them focus on their business while I I do, you know, their email list or your, you know, getting your Instagram together. Um, if you want to do an event, I can plan events. I have experience in that and 
with all my experience combined in one, I have meshed together into my own business to exquisitely elevate other brands and businesses with what I know. So right now, um, I'm, I'm taking a couple of little like graphic design courses, which I do recommend if you are in business of any sort. If there, if you can find a class on like Adobe Photoshop or Adobe Draw, PixArt, anything, or even just YouTube, I'm a, I am a proud um, supporter of YouTube University. YouTube will teach you everything. If you can't do it, somebody can, and somebody is willing to teach you how to do it. And so if you look at my logo um, for my podcast, I made that myself. Um, I literally just went to YouTube and was like, I want a cartoon. I want this picture to be the cartoon. I had the vision in my head and it took me a long time, but I did it. And, you know, yeah, I might have spent three, four, five hours on it, but I saved 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 bucks. So, um, so that's what exclusive elevations does essentially is help enhance you. It's not, you know, there to, to be a crutch is there to enhance your business. I'm there to help you put in and implement strategies and, um, things about your business that make it better to enhance your business. And then, you know, I dip out so that you can function moving forward. And then, you know, I come back in if you need me, you know, I just want to be help. I don't want to be dependent upon. Um, and maybe eventually I will be dependent upon to, to do what I do. And I guess maybe you could consider me being dependent upon now. Uh, but self-sufficiency in every aspect of life is is a goal. So even in business, um, I want business businesses and business owners to be self-sufficient and to, and to be sustained across the business owner's lifetime and their children's lifetime. So, um, I guess before I close, um, first, yes, go follow me on Instagram. My Instagram for exclusive elevations is at E X Q underscore elevations. That's at E X Q underscore elevations. I'm working on that website as well, but there you will see um, kind of what I do because I'm getting, I'm starting posting all the, all of my, my prices and my services and stuff like that. So you'll start to see the, how that's getting ready to, to pan out and I'm excited about it. So follow me, follow me, follow me, share, um, like, post, comment on my page, engage with me. Um, yeah, thank you. So before I let you go off the business segment of this show, um, I, I would love to leave you with a quote, a little bo- small business tip of the day. Um, and it's really simple. This is probably something I'll do every time I talk about business, how I close it out. Um, but the, the business tip of the day is how you make people feel after they meet you is more important than what you say. Their experience with you becomes your business card. And so I think those are definitely words to always remember in your head. If you are a business owner that provides a service, to, that provides a product, and somebody has a bad experience with you, that bad experience can really be like detrimental to your company, to your business. But in the same term, if a customer has a really exceptionally good experience with you 
that becomes your business card as well and it sticks with them and they'll tell everybody about it they'll stand by it because that's what they experienced and it that's what it was so they can't say anything negative about it so i i urge you no matter what kind of customer it is whether they know the the proper protocol of how to ask about a, pro, a term a service whatever maybe they do maybe they don't maybe they just rude maybe they need help you always stay in character always provide that high that high quality customer service you know i always tell people like when you go to chick-fil-a and you know we love chick-fil-a um or one of of the new ones that stood out to me is Publix. when i go to Publix, it's amazing it's an amazing shopping experience it's like they can sense my confusion because I don't shop there often. I'm an Aldi girl. I love a bargain. But when I go in there, they can sense I'm lost. I don't know what I'm looking for. I can't find it. It's like they just draw near me. They draw nigh into me. And they're like, can I help you? Are you looking for something? Anything I can, you know, help you find. And it's amazing. Every time I go, every time, because every time I go, I'm always lost in Publix. So their customer service, the experience that I have there keeps me coming back because I didn't even have to go find anybody. They they were looking at me already. So that became their business card. If I tell people, you know, when they come into the city, what's a good what's a good grocery store? What I'm telling them is go to Publix. Um, I'm telling them to go to Publix if you got a little... I mean, they got deals, but if you're trying to save money, for real, for real, I'm going to tell you to go to Aldi. But if you want the best grocery store shopping experience, go to Publix. They got it. They, they locked it in. They did it. So... Business tip of the day, always, always, always provide a standard of excellence when it comes to your service, your product, and your business, um, and talking to your customers. Never slack on that. Never, ever, 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 ever. Moving right along we gonna go right into our self-care segment of the show um i like i mentioned earlier i love self-care i love self-help um i love all things just that allow you to put yourself in a better position mentally um and emotionally spiritually so i will i would like to share with you um self care tips or you know my own things that I do that you know I have to take the time out of of my week to make sure that it happens um so that I maintain my level of sanity um tell you a little story last year I was like mentally spiritually and even to the point where it became physical because I was so run down. I was just run down. Um, so like I said, I moved here in 2016 um, with all the ambition and all the drive in the world. And I still have all the ambition and drive in the world. But I did move down here. And of course, like life happens, you get distracted by certain things, enter into certain relationships where and it hinders what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and so that happened in a series of episodes, not necessarily episodes, but a series of things began to happen, but I wasn't taking the time to process them and understand how it affected me, what I need to do to heal myself. 
I just kept going. So I'm literally talking like I was involved in a domestic violence situation, ended that relationship, found out I was pregnant, got an abortion, and then entered another unhealthy relationship shortly after that, got my heart broken. He wasn't, you know, abusive or anything, got my heart broken, and then met another person after I was ending and walking out of that and then remained in a relationship all of last year so it just I was just so I had so much inside that I hadn't released I couldn't tell to my boyfriend at the time and it just it bogged me down like I was having like these weird like manic episodes um I was going ape monkey like crazy and just could not figure out why like stuff that was happening to me when I first got diagnosed with any kind of mental health problem back when I was like 13 and mind you I'm 26 so we're talking about over 10 years ago so I'm just like why is all of these these issues coming back up and bothering me and that's what I found was that I'm I, I never took the time to really process you know like I said the domestic violence part was you know I had to process that was a grief process for that mourning the the, the loss of my relationship um and so for me it, w- it was a shell shocking type of event because I didn't have the signs when it happened so it like it came out of the blue and I took heed to that out of the blue sign. He showed me his true colors and I believed him right then and there. You don't have to, I don't have to see, well, baby, no, nope, I don't care. Um, and so I just kept going. I literally, I got out the hospital. I was in the ICU, so it was bad. I got out the hospital and started a new job that very day when I got out the hospital. So I did not process anything. I just like shoved it to the back of my head. Hey, it happened. It's done. And kept it moving. And then, like I said, I found out I was pregnant right after that. So I'm like, oh, this cannot be happening. So do away with that. Did not process that. So I did not process the fact that I had just, you know, terminated a pregnancy. So even though I didn't necessarily have any or want any connection to the child in my in my body at the time, it, would, it, it the connection was still there. So you know, when you do something like that, when you make a decision, I am pro-choice. Um, and I know that there are probably people that feel otherwise, but I am pro-choice. I just, I believe that every woman has a decision to make, um, when it comes to bringing a child into this world and it should not be anybody else's decision, but that woman's. So when I made that decision, like I said, I did not process what I actually had done. And then I think it did not really hit me until last year that, oh my goodness, my, my child would have been one, you know, going on two this year. And that was causing a whole lot of, a whole lot of problems for me. Um, you know, people think that, you know, people get abortions and it's just like, oh, they're careless. They don't, you know, no, that's not the case. There are so many different situations that could come up as to why one would need to take that route um so enough of the sad sob stuff I'm good now I'm in a better space um and one of the things I did start which really helped me out is therapy counseling um 
I just got to the point where I just needed to talk to somebody. Um, I needed to talk to somebody who didn't know so much about me. I needed to talk to somebody who could evaluate quickly and get me on a path of what I need to do to, to get better. And, um, that's when I found out about sliding scale, like payments or sliding scale. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting the word, but sliding scale is like income based therapy. And so a part of the reason why I had neglected to go back to therapy is because I, you know, now I'm an adult, I'm 26, I'm off my mom's insurance, I have my own insurance, which does not cover very much, it covers what it needs to, but it co- it's not like it used to be. So I thought that, you know, I just wouldn't be able to afford it. I know that the type of, you know, therapy that I wanted would, you know, would not be cheap um, in whatever my therapy may have in my medications. I'm sorry, Medicaid would have covered. Um, I don't think, you know, it wasn't necessarily what I wanted. So I just wrote it off and I'm like, forget it. I'll just figure it out myself. But I wish I wouldn't have done that because I would have started a long time ago had I known about sliding scale. And it really is cool. Um, they, they basically, there's an income range. And if you fall in that income range, you pay this certain amount of money. Um openpath. no openpathcollective.org has is a network of sliding scale therapists or offices of therapy that offer that sliding scale payment system um so what you do is you pay a lifetime subscription of $50 and then it, you have this lifetime access to this network of different therapists there there's so many of them and that was like so life-changing to me and the cool thing about it too is that a lot of these therapists they offer an hour of their time for free for a first your first session and that was like just that first session alone was so needed so needed so needed so needed I didn't realize how much I had to just get out just to say it And, you know, looking back, I guess I could have talked to, you know, my mom or my friends about it. But like, you know, there's a certain level of shame, a certain level of guilt, you know, that, you know, you don't necessarily really have when you're sitting and talking to a stranger who does not know you. Um, And I think that was a big part of what it what it was, too. It's just like, okay, they've known people have known me, not necessarily everybody, but people that are close to me have known me to have issues mentally um not necessarily life altering issues but sprinkle of problems here and there and so when you get to a certain age you're like okay I should be past this by now and so it can be embarrassing to go to you know somebody that you know no one that you know and love and tell them hey I'm struggling again because it happens it does happen you can get to a place where you you know, are 100% healthy and have been on the street for a long time. If you're anything like me, that's usually how I am. I will go on months, months, months good. I'm straight. And because I'm good, I tend to neglect the self-care. You still have to, because you're happy, you still have to tend to yourself. Um, And then 
something happens and I come crashing splat down that is not healthy and so when I would come crashing splat down I would take this these hiatuses and just isolate the heck out of myself and this last time it honestly like it really it caused some damage it caused some some friction in my friendships um some of which I don't know if they'll ever be the same but it it was it was an eye-opener for me because it was like listen if you don't get yourself together you're going to lose everything um you're going to lose you know your business I, I I stopped I literally stopped doing everything when it comes to my businesses um I I was going to where I was pretty much a freaking zombie like I was just going through the motions and I got to a point where I didn't want to do that anymore I wanted to wake up and actually be happy and that's what I'm doing um so there is a uh shameless plug I want to uh put in here there is a girl that I follow on Instagram her name is Rosalyn Renee at R-O-S-L-Y-N-R-E-N-E and she has created this um book she wrote a book which is a journal to track your progress while you're in um therapy which I think is the dopest thing I've ever seen in a while um it's called the therapy reflection journal and just reading a couple sentences off of the caption um it's the it's 30 page 30 session page prompt so you can track your progress over the course of time that you're in therapy um and so you you know write down your notes the topics you and your therapist discuss you you know have a place to do your little homework if your therapy sends you home you know to do certain things and then you know you could track your mood and and then go back in and reflect on what you guys have talked about in the session um, not sure what went wrong in this section right here um but like I lost a good like at least like 45 good seconds of my conversation and I'm a little upset about that but at this point it's all the way done I don't know what I was talking about something about self-care and then I was going about it but here it starts right now oh that is you know on whatever journey or path they are taking just saying hello being friendly being nice you know hey you were on my mind or I saw this picture and it reminded me of you how you doing cool you don't have to talk to them for hours and hours on end just drop a line um then that goes so far so do that um I'm looking for accountability partners I need them um there's some things that I'll probably be sharing with you later in later episodes um so I need to and I need to stay on top of it and one of the best ways to stay on top of it I mean it's not only to just stay on top of it but it's to have somebody you know who can check you a little bit like hey girl wait uh-uh, don't do that that's not contributing to your goal or hey bro uh-uh that ain't right you know what you're trying to do and that ain't it so yeah I would love to have you guys as my accountability partner I want to hear about what y'all are trying to do um and I want to push y'all to it too let's get it done let's do it I'm excited y'all I'm so excited this is like going well
So after I got done recording that last segment, I realized that my dryer was going in the background. So if you hear that snapping and clicking, I was doing laundry. Um, so sorry. <laughs> but my laundry's done now. Um, and this next segment of the show is a topic that is near and dear to me as well. Um, has to do with relationships and relationship goals and you know, I, I believe, I'm a firm believer that I am going to be married one day. I um, I love the idea of how a, major, a, a healthy marriage should work. So that's one thing that I will really be talking about too. Um, and this podcast will double not only as information for you, but as a diary for me, kind of. Um, I know that other people will be listening to it, but it's really important for me to get out um, and be transparent while I'm doing this so that I can come to terms with some of the things that has, that have happened to me regarding relationships. And some of them, you know, I brought upon myself and others, you know, I was just involved with some total buttholes, but either way you have to accept it and, and, being able to just say it out loud to me does a whole wonder of things. So you'll hear me share my own personal stories. Um, and, you know, this will probably be the part where I bring in my like my best girlfriends to have these conversations about, you know, the things that we go through as, you know, young women. Um, and, and that thing, that thing that I keep hearing ticking called my biological clock, even though I have a child already. Um, But the pressure is still on. I know there's so many people saying, you know, don't worry about society's expectations. And, you know, when it's time, it's time. When it's your time, it'll be time. But it just, I mean, you got to be honest sometimes. It does not feel like it's my time or, you know, my time just feel like it's way, way far away. So I want to keep, you know, each other encouraged as we go through this process of being single. Um, because it is a process. It's not always easy. It's not always fun. It's not always glamorous. Um, and you know, we go through things and we have to, we, we need help sometimes just trying to get through it. And relationships can really knock us off our game and they can become distractions in themselves. Um, and not even just romantic relationships, but our friendships. I don't think that we necessarily were taught how to be good friends. Um, and maybe we were, and we just got away from it, but that's one thing I really want to work on is mending my friendships um, that were uh, stress was placed on the friendship due to my lack of care um, to the friendship because you know I just wasn't necessarily being aware of where they were or I wasn't being aware of where I was to let them know the kind of friend that I need so I want to work on that instead of like a big thing is like, oh, the cutoff game is strong. I don't want to have a cutoff game. I want to have a, a, a mending game. You know, I want to mend strong relationships because if I, if you were in my life at one point and you were a strong figure in my life, I'm pretty sure I don't want to burn that bridge. And it's probably more beneficial for us to fix what we can than just cut it off completely. So um, if I have any friends out there that are listening right now who you know, our relationship is a little bit stressed. We need to have a conversation. We need to talk. We need to sit down. We need to get it right. 
I am here to talk. I'm open. I want to fix it. Even if you want to come do it on the podcast, let's show other people how to get it done. I will sit down and talk with you on the show and we will fix it on the show. Um, We won't air what we don't need to air, but I do definitely want to make sure that relationships is a big part of this show because that's a big part of our lives. Relationships, you have a relationship with everything and everybody that is a part of your life. So this part of the show will be dedicated to that. So since we're on the topic of relationships, um, I guess I should share with you my relationship status. I am definitely single, um, recently single. So earlier, I think I said I shared with you that I have been in a relationship for all of last year. Um, but at the beginning of this year, um, I decided to end that relationship. So it's still a little bit fresh. Um, so I'm not sure how much I. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going into it. Uh, not today. Not this episode. But like I said, this will be like a journal for me, like a diary. So you'll hear about it eventually. But I just, I still need to process it. So, but um, for the most part, it was a decent relationship as far as how it was how I was treated, like on a day to day basis. Um, but overall, because of what transpired, we won't, we won't work out. So, um, but yeah, later we'll get into more of that, but I do want to hear like, I don't know, situations, stories. I want to shed my light, my perspective. I've been through some things y'all. So I got some advice. I really do. Um, I got some, some, some good experience I can share with, with everyone. So, and, and I'm really, I'm ready to share it. Um, yeah, let's talk, let's talk. Even if, if it's not even romantic relationships, like I've been even, there's things I can talk about that, that we can talk about as far as like relationship with my parents. Um, I mean, we're millennials, guys. So, or and if you, even if you're not a millennial, just humans in general, once you go through certain phases in your life, like I said earlier on, the titles get added, the responsibilities get added. So, with the responsibilities and the titles being added, that means more maintenance to, you know, more relationships or the same ones. There's different dynamics to the relationship. So, you know, you have to make sure, you know, as you move into out of being in your in your mother's and father's care, it moves into more like being your mother and father's like friend or colleague. So like that's where I'm at with my mom. We're more so more so like friends than, you know, elder to, you know, somebody who needs to respect their elders. Like she is my el- my elder and I do respect her as my mother always, first and foremost, but She's also my girl. Like <laughs> I talked to her so much and about about so much. We've always been very open. Um, but since I've been an adult, I think our relationship has been better. And also probably since I've moved eight hours away from her. So she does not like it when I do not call her longer like, for more than three days. 
really more, more than like one day but I'm working on that I'm trying usually I do talk to her every day though but it's still she still hasn't gotten used to me being so far away it's okay mommy I love you <laughs> but I think this is where I'm going to end the show I think it's been good I've had a lot of fun talking I cannot wait to see what the show is going to bring. I cannot wait for the conversations that we're going to have. I thank you all so much for listening to me for like 45 minutes. I didn't even think nobody even wanted to listen to me talk for that long. But I'm so glad y'all do because I got so much more to say. So I am C. Shanice. That is my Instagram handle. That is my Facebook name. It's also my real name too. But I am C. Shanice. Signing off from Conversations with C. Episode 1. It's been real. Love y'all. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.